Yeah, no, I totally feel weird wearing a grills and pajama pants. and woke podcast like us on facebook follow us on instagram email us we don't get enough emails we actually we don't get any emails we so get no emails email us questions comments topics. i feel like the grinch's <laughs> voicemail you know Seriously, dry <laughs> as fuck ratchet and woke podcast at gmail.com is the email you could send music you could send topics you could send questions all of that it's because you used to say nudes and then i got mad and then all the whores and then got they, oh they so that's all, only whores listen to our show yeah just kidding. Whoa. <laughs> I love you, Lil fans. Lil MC calls fans whores. <laughs> Cancel culture. Oh, shut up. <laughs> so we're coming in hot. We're going to talk about scammers for the yeah. first. We have Peter Feliciano, who is a fellow podcaster, who we're going to kind of uh, insinuate a podcast beef with. Yeah, we're going to instigate him. Gonna, it's gonna, and then we're going to say that it started on this show. Don't <laughs> tell them the whole scheme. <laughs> Uh, we'll see. Schemers we'll see. and scammers. Yeah, so. That was my um, segue. But yeah, no, Lil MC has a, a rant, I guess. Or like a no, I, I want to talk. In the scamming. I want to talk about scamming, okay? Yeah. So we talked about this before about the Illuminati trying to oh, get me they're really to trying to me. actively recruit Yeah, because I have a couple of scams that I kind of wanted to touch on, but this okay. just incited even a bigger um, and this makes sense during COVID because like people are always trying to come up for money. Like the streets is hungry. You know what I'm saying? A lot of rappers are getting robbed. Like it's just like a whole. Thing. Yeah, we're so gonna scamming. go into the rapper part too. But <laughs> scamming. So scamming right now is like shout on out to all, all the time, scammers out there. Uh, like, all time high right now. Yeah. Yes. So I got this email today from the grandmaster, the yeah, official grandmaster. Oh shit! Saying hello, welcome to the Illuminati. The Illuminati is not a church or any religion is an elite organization. All members of the Illuminati do receive a monthly salary of $800,000. Oh, you gave, you gave, you paid them. What? That's a no, I did email. not. That's totally a I didn't email. pay shit unless they robbed me. No. You remember <laughs> this, totally this crazy lady? Nah, this crazy lady, a.k.a. like a, a man from Nigeria, yeah. fucking slid into my DMs and was trying to recruit me. And then her, or his or her, whoever the fuck it is, they's partner in crime with a whole different Instagram slid into my DMs, blocked them, and now they're in my emails. Or they could be the same one. They probably oh, are the same exactly. one. It's all the same one. It's You're the grandmaster. I don't I don't subscribe to anyone. Yeah. Anyone with the prefix grand in front of it, I'm cool. Anyone like, who's not adequately staffed to be a secret organization that you gotta hide behind email. It doesn't use proper grammar. Like oh, for come sure. on, I know <laughs> They use yeah. that Illuminati grammar. Remember, remember, but remember that era of, of Nigerian princes who just needed, they were kind of down on their luck and they just needed you to front them $500 so that they can give you like... I was too young during that era, oh but I God. hear it in jokes I used to and get things. it in my AOL email account all the time. Why the would a Nigerian thing. prince... So what was the whole scam behind it? So, How would they persuade you? Oh my God. So 
the email would say like, you know, be very pleasant, be cordial, hope it finds you well. Um, you know, I am a, I am a prince from Nigeria or some African country, some random shit. Are there saying, princes in Nigeria? Not at all. Okay. So this is why it's already <laughs> it's like, like, isn't it colonized and like completely it's a, run it's by a whole white lot people? Of shit. Like this is, it only falls for people who believe in this shit because they don't know Africa. Right. So like there's that, but in any <laughs> the case, queen so, of Lithuania. Yeah, like, so it'd be a Nigerian prince who, um, has their money like frozen in an account and needs to access it by paying 500 American dollars or something to that extent. So they're reaching out to you that if you could front them 500 American dollars as a finder's fee, they'll give you 500,000. It, it was like, if you've ever had like, kind of like the, the weirdo uncle who'd be like, Hey, Hey boy, come here, come here, come here. How you want to make $10 tomorrow? You give me $5. Yeah. Today. Yeah. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I mean, I, <laughs> sounds like a, I, a movie and I'm trying to remember what movie this is from. I'm surprised they haven't made Hollywood pictures about the Nigerian Oh man. Prince. It was like some like mafia movie where it's like, no, he's my, my uncle here. He's got a deal. Like, you can give him some money and he's gonna flip it. He's gonna turn a few tricks. Yeah, and exactly. That like, you know, bam, exactly. There you go. <laughs> bada bing, bada boom. Yeah, there you go. There you go. <laughs> so you know, like, but like this was, you know, very early. This is like maybe early two thousands. Early 2000s. Okay. When, when emails, emails were, were still around. a thing. Yeah, like they weren't slipping into the IG DMs. Exactly. Yet. So, now you they've know elevated I'm sure themselves. they ran into a few people who were gullible enough to front them the money. But it was always a thing. There was another one circulating that like you won some sort of lottery and you can only release your funds if you pay them like 200 bucks. That one I almost actually believe because they kept on following up with me. Aside from the other ones where it was like, yo, here's this check for $5,000 oh, in yeah. your name. And then you... Put it in the yeah, yeah. I actually know people who are running those scams. <laughs> Dude, the scam—it's like to, to put that much energy into the scam and to just not put it towards like an actual. But you wouldn't do it if there weren't people gullible enough to try it. But like, why not just put that much energy into like selling merch or something like that? Because it's easier to scam people. Is it though? I think so. Why, why? I mean, I feel like for every person that you email, you probably get a 1% person nah, that says I yes. We're, I think you're talking about nowadays because the people are a lot more cynical. Saturated they really with, yeah. They really don't pay attention to emails or anything. But I think back in the early 2000s, there was people who were getting away with this. In that, like, it was a whole lot. Scamming was at an all-time high. I mean, this scam is now, but they eventually get caught. I know plenty of scammers right now who are ending up in how much, juvie. And yeah, like, how much time do you get for a scam like depends that? Depends on how bad the scam is. How okay. much money you stole. Let's right? talk <laughs> about this new scam with the rappers though before, because I want to yeah, take yeah, all yeah. of our time on this. But so these, have you been hearing about this? No. So GGO, shout out GGO actually kind of put me onto this and then I, I saw it again and so, so someone tagged me, I'm going to find it, in this DM and it. so what rappers are doing is they're saying, okay, here, uh, this is from Beanie Siegel's account, and it's their actual Instagram. It's actual rappers, and oh, they're like tag yeah, a dope yeah, 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 rapper yeah. with less than forty k followers, uh, and then it says like, "Hey, dope artist, DM me, let's work." And then like they legitimate rappers right. are te- are scamming people like, "Hey, you get you pay a hundred, and then I get on." I blah, put blah, you blah. in this mixtape, and I yeah, yeah, that's it's what they're that's their COVID scam. Who- <laughs> Yeah, it's a COVID-based scam that Hell rappers yeah. are trying to get away with because they're not being getting able their to money. Make it's pretty no much any rapper who makes money off of touring. I guarantee you, yeah. like if if that's they have like a cult following, but maybe they're not so big on like merch or I don't know if they're not like signed to it. Rappers who I mean, it's not even just rappers; it's other artists because I, I I know about that scam because uh, R and B artist by the name of Tank was doing it, and there's a friend of mine, a vocalist in New York who got hit with it and they were they were 
Tank was actually in her DMs talking to her, right? Uh-huh. Who she thought was Tank from the official account. Yeah. And she's like, I'm really excited to work with you. She was like, I mean, she she actually screenshotted the entire conversation. Uh-huh. And he was like, oh, well, it's just $500 to get on this mixtape that I'm hosting. It's a great opportunity. She goes, no, how about we write a song, like whatever song she was quoting that's in his catalog. Uh-huh. And he goes, well... Let's start with this first, and then we can build on that later. Like, okay, so did she do it? No, she oh. didn't do it. She was like completely disappointed and lamenting how like disappointing this is for an artist of this person's stature to be relegated to this fucking petty ass, yeah, like nickel wow. and dime to damn near ambulance chasing kind of shit. Like, yeah, damn, because it's like if you get enough people to do that, I'm sure you're making such, hell of such money. Such a predatory game, and I mean they 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 rely on the artists who are like in middle America who have no access to anything. Yeah, right. That's like, fucked those, up. those are the people who they're really relying. It reminds on. me of in um, what's the show, Dave? Yeah, remember they he like. He pays an artist. I think it's YG. It was YG. Yeah, like all his money he had and like borrowed money to like get on a song together. And then his manager like changed his number and like stopped answering him. But it's like Lil Dicky was like hella dedicated. Something like that. Surprised how often that happens in the game. Like it's it it happens. You know what I'm saying? Like you just got to keep your wits about you. I was listening to a. Uh, West Side Gun in this interview with and JBP and I'm so fucking behind on JBP yeah. but it's just so I feel like it's dope as fuck that artists like you know the the people uh, all the members of Griselda like Conway yeah. and Benny and West Side like they're older and they not only are they older but like they've been like doing shit and like hustling and like in the streets for like yeah. so fucking long that like you can't scam them. It's harder to con or that, you can't con Conway. <laughs> <laughs> you can't butcher but Benny. But I but I think it speaks to why record labels and management and entertainment executives target younger kids. Who are yeah. rapping? Sixteen-year-olds, seventeen people, in which their is early why 20s. they end up getting killed too. A lot yeah. of the times, because like all these younger, like all of the rappers that have died recently, and there's a shit ton of them. There's they're really, really young, and they crisis. don't. Yeah, it's it's fucking horrible. But like, I don't think they they get they come up with they come up on money really, really fast. Very fast, and they just go out and fly in. They like, it's, we have this conversation a lot about people that yeah. come into money really fast. They just buy a bunch of shit are hella fucking flashy. They put a target on themselves. Like Pop Smoke legit was in his house when he got killed it's, and, and you I don't mean, have security. You don't have a team behind you, you and you don't have guns. And if you do have guns, they're not registered. So you're already like, it's just like all this shit. Like you've got to be prepared. Like an extortion plan to like take young, wealthy people of color, young, rich people of color and just extort them out of their money. That's, like I I legitimately have a problem with chains. Like I really don't like. I hate this culture of like getting big ass fucking rings and big ass fucking chains. Just because I feel like, you know, it does put targets on on these yeah. people's backs. Number one, uh-huh. and it's like, I'm sh- like the way that you make money in hip hop is almost similar to like an athlete. It's like your the time that you're going to be up is is really short-lived for a lot of people. Oh, yeah, and so, like, all that money that you put into, instead of, like, investing it in shit, which, we, like, I wish, I wish there was, like, a team around you that would help them invest. But I think it's, well, like, the I opposite. Mean, like, you're right, they're extorting they, them. They're completely extorting them. They're taking advantage of them. I think there have been progressive, uh, perpetual calls within the music industry from, from 
artists and managers alike to actually unionize artists so that their rights are protected, that they're offered health care. Hell yeah. They're offered mental health Exactly. Care, you know what I'm saying? Financial planning, mm-hmm. all of that. But that's not something that speaks to the best interest of the record labels. So they're not really no. inside it. But I, I, I strongly urge any independent artist or record label who is going to invest in artists away from the major label system to make sure that your artists are taken care of in having a financial plan that can make sure that even after the money stops coming in from rapping, that they can actually live off like of it. Like they have their pub, you know. They have their publishing or invested businesses that right. are smart or, you know, a financial exactly. portfolio. Mental health, because you're dealing with traumatized young kids who Hell are yeah. using art as a mental health intervention who actually need to heal and actually right. need to have that that. You need to stop being traumatized so that your brain can actually function in its most yeah. optimal fashion. And rapping is only, its you can't expect rapping to be your therapy. As much exactly. as people think it you is, it's really not so enough. It's just an age-old, you know, it's an age-old thing. But, you know, shout-out to shout out to the scammers out there, but shout-out to the people who, who um, unfortunately get taken advantage of in these scams. So. But I also, like, last thing is, like, the... Because, like, we've had this conversation a lot. I think that, like, there is a even bigger scam where... I think like and you could probably speak to this more where like this whole idea of needing to have nice shit and like jewelry and fucking like well, it's, it's not that, coming from like I think it's that idea is pushed from someone higher up. You know what I mean? Like I, I think it's like I feel like it's like a I think it's encouraged by people higher up. Yeah. But I think that that's very intrinsic to the culture. We've been wearing gold but chains. Not, but not, no, not been, to the extent that it was. It used have to be been hoodies and gaudy ass gold chains since 79. It's been happening. But it, it wasn't <laughs> as big of a thing in the 90s. It was 100% as big if or not when bigger. P. Diddy came back. There was a back. whole movie called I'm Gonna Get You Sucker, which was a parody done by the Waynes Brothers back in the late 80s. Right. Where it was a joke, but they were saying like the thing that was killing the youth of the ghetto were gold chains. But like, so okay, it, so like Zulu Nation and like Africa Vimbada, like I don't okay, see shit like yeah, that. But when, we get to, but when we get to the era of Grandmaster Flash, when we get to the era of Rakim, because what you're talking about is an era of rap before the crack epidemic. Mm. And then after the crack epidemic, you get the gold chains because now kids in the street, 19-year-old, 18-year-old, 16-year-old kids can buy cars, Right. Like they're there, it's an influx of wealth in a ghetto community where there is no wealth management. But I'm not even talking about gold chains as much. I guess I'm just talking, talking about, about opulence like, and, and and flashing and flaunting. That's all drug dealer culture. But and that comes. There's from the a certain. That's a certain degree. Like, but I'm talking. Like, I was just looking at like a Cardi B's story. Yeah. And it was like everyone there for Offset's party, and it was like it's just crazy the jewelry that they have. Like the the jewelry that they ha- like Cardi has on her fingers. Yeah. Like, the, they're such huge-ass diamonds. Like, to me, I'm just like, that's crazy. Like, someone is, I, if, to walk around like that, like, I hope you have security. Like, that's yeah, just I walking mean, around you, with, like, a bag of, like, a million dollars well, and hoping someone doesn't rob you. you get money like that and do jewelry, they, they, you should be smarter to actually get replicas that aren't worth as much as your actual jewelry. People are still going to kill you over the replica. They're they not going to know the difference. They 100% did, but now that leads me to my next statement. If you're wealthy enough to have those kind of jewels, then you're wealthy enough to know how to move and protect yourself. I would hope so, but you know what I'm saying? that's the not is really that the case. Kids, yeah, that, the problem is that that isn't the case. Which is why I'm saying I feel like there's a larger conspiracy at hand. It's like I feel like the people that are at top actually doing all the puppeteering 
are doing this because they're like, you know what? They're going to make us some money. We're going to push this narrative that they need to have jewelry and nice things that's going to put a target on their back and they're going to get killed soon. But we already got what we needed out of them. We got that money. Yeah. Now it's going to go to, that's what I'm saying. That's it's called like, the rap music industry. They've been right, doing it for the last 30 that's years. That's what I'm saying. That's, that's, that's what I was trying I to say. I agree with you on that. Then 100%. Like, it's like, it's pay attention to your, your, appetites pay attention to this material yeah yeah let's keep you drugged let's keep you yes. alcoholed up let's keep you you're gonna die and we're gonna get our money and then we're gonna own all your shit and, and that's and what it's a, it's and it's really sad. not like i just want to make sure people don't think i'm like trying to be disrespectful or anything like that it's like right. i just look at it like from a a larger standpoint where it's like i wish that these artists who a lot of them came from fucking nothing like i want them to i want them to survive till they're 50 60 70 80 years old and not be like fucked up from drugs and alcohol not be targeted because they have fucking money all over them like i want to see them like live you know and so it's i just you just have to figure out how to move you know you are not even figure it out because i think most of us are trying to figure out i think you need and this speaks to the lack of intergenerational communication within hip-hop culture Right, like the OGs aren't talking to the youngins about how to move when you have this kind of money, and sometimes that conversation is having is being had. Mm-hmm. But young kids, being young kids, aren't going to be as receptive to it because truth of the matter is, OGs, as much as they're OGs, they don't really have a leg to stand on because when they were that age, they were doing, doing the same, the same shit. Thing. Yeah, and that's what these young kids say. Like, yo, you was you was getting fly, like we was getting fly. So now for you to try to tell me. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's their time. And that's how they feel. It's a sense of entitlement. Like, yo, I've been broke the first 18 years of my life, the first 21 years of my life. Let me at least enjoy this for a time. Yeah. The problem is they don't even, they're not able to enjoy it that long. Pop Smoke was only I 21 know, and only was on a two-year run. It's fucked up. <laughs> before it's so he was killed up. because of it. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? it's so fucking other, sad. Juice uh, World is a MO3, baby. MO3, Juice World, like all of them, like all of them. You know what I'm saying? Triple yeah. X, King all Vaughan. of them. King Vaughn. All of them, such and we've, young, we've talked about amazing it at nauseum, and it's it's a perpetual cycle, and it's it's it just feeds in, and you have vultures out there who add flame to the fire. People like Vlad, for example, like right, Casanova yeah. just got put in jail on Fed charges, right. because of a Vlad interview, and it's kind of like a joke within hip hop culture that this dude is literally getting people to snitch on. I know themselves. why? Why do anyone like, go to this dude? Like, why would we amplify his voice in our culture and not have him removed or canceled? Because he's literally giving our youth to the feds. Well, that's okay. That's another thing. Like, a reason why I kind of wanted to talk on it too is like it's obvious this is a crisis within our culture, and it's obvious that the people that actually have the power to do something aren't because it isn't in their best interest to do something. So the, it's kind of like, like as a, as a woman, you're you don't want to like blame the victim, right? But at a certain point, if you continue to be victimized, you have to change something that you're doing. Right. So I feel like if because these people that actually have the power to actually change what's going on aren't going to do shit, like. They have to be like, all right, what do I you're, have to do differently? You're young, you're traumatized, you are now in a situation where you can get out of your circumstances. Yeah. And I think that there are people in the industry, both white and black, who prey on that ignorance yes. for their own sustenance. So that's why it's like, you if there's one thing we should do is we should stop, we should reject this narrative, which is like, I, I tell you this all the time, if I ever became into came into money, I'm never going to be one of these people that is putting like name brand shit and like, because I reject that because I feel like that materialism is like one of the root of our, of our depression and our madness. No, it it 100%, it creates a madness and it's just, it's, it's just an interesting concept. You know what I'm saying? It just depends on your own circumstances and where you've been and what you're personally overcompensating for. 
Exactly. And it's important to have the self-work to be done. But this is me as a 39-year-old man saying this as opposed you couldn't tell me this when I was 21. As woke as I thought I was at 21, I still, even now, you like there's still nice things that you want because you grow up from this kind of condition where that's kind of emphasized as a as a status position. And I, I understand that, but, but someone needs to change You that. also have to figure, yeah, it needs to be changed. I think there's a lot of different cultural norms that we need to shift in the culture. Hell yeah. 100%. But I think that, you know, all of that just comes with growth. You come up and you realize, like, yo, I don't really need all this but shit. But some people shit don't. Like, I would I would people, say Snoop Dogg is old. long enough to realize that. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Exactly. Like, they don't survive long enough so to realize that. So someone has to be the poster child for that and change those. But I think I think some of the OGs are, to, to an extent, in terms of just visual, they're not renouncing it outright. Mm-hmm. But they're not really, you know what I'm saying? Like, you'll see them, they're kind of regular, regular. If you look at T.I., if you look at... Snoop, they're not wearing the big gaudy chains. That yeah, they I, I guess to you're right. That mm-hmm. stuff because they're they're older. Yeah, they're more they're business oriented. They move in circles where that's kind of frowned upon. You know what I'm saying? They're and they probably want to reinvest dealings. their money in the like. Ti is like super yeah, active that, within his you know, community. That's, he that's reinvests when you money get into that. that level of opportunity, which yeah. a lot of our our our, uh, our artists don't. But in any case, well, you know, it's it's something that we definitely need to shift in the culture, and that takes a lot of groundwork but it's something that's uh, uh should definitely be a priority you know what i mean and then um what else do we have oh you uh, want me you want me to go through my, my yeah shirts? no go through your list you have a list um <laughs> well, no you, you were talking about cardi b she has a show now oh yeah she's, she's <laughs> coming out with a show that is pretty much just the simple life it's, yeah it's like cardi b doing like regular regular shit stuff and yeah. like probably failing at it so it's, that should it, be interesting be i gotta say though i'm super mad at all this shit she did to her face because now she can't even do like facial expressions she's like you know like a it's, frozen yeah, like that, it know, really fucking pissed that's another Hollywood, thing that needs yo, to it's change a whole it's a sick monster bill burr has that funny joke it's like would you rather look 50 or like a 20 year old lizard like it's like <laughs> just look 50 like what the fuck yeah, it's, it's you know, it, that's this shit really. It's the it really pressure me. At working at that level of celebrity and influence. I know it is. Like I know it is. I'm a female insane. rapper. I know it is. Yeah. <laughs> people try and be like, "Why do you like have to dress so promiscuous and shit like that?" And number one, I want to be like, "Fuck you," because I can and I can do whatever the fuck I want. And at right. some point in time, I'll probably reject dressing like this. But for right now, I want to. Bro. But also, it's like, you would never fucking know because you're a fucking dude. So, shut the fuck up. <laughs> like, the shit that, like, is... But, see, but, but with that said, I'm, I'm going to shoot people some bail because in the same way that you feel pressure as a woman to dress in provocative clothing, men who are artists feel pressure to have all this gaudy opulence. But I, you see what I'm saying? I totally agree with that parallel, but I think that there's a certain, like, like I would never subscribe to plastic surgery ever. I... If I ever, like, I want to get to a level of success where I can, like, make this a staple of mine because I it upsets me that we're at a point where people feel so inclined to have to change their fucking body because they're so unhappy and, and there's social media and all So I feel like there's a degree of where, like, as a woman, if I want to dress sexually when I perform, and stuff like that. Like, that's my artistic yeah, choice. So, so but saying, We're not talking about it being bad to dress sexually. No, it's I'm your just... Your choice is your choice. But I also think similarly as a man, there's a there's a level that you can breach where it's like, that's too far. Well, Wearing a what diamond... What you're talking about is the pressure to have to do that. Yes. Right? Men, just like women in many cases, feel pressured 
to have to buy all of this stuff and like to show. But then there's a certain degree money. where it's like excessive. Yes, that's what I'm course. talking about. Yeah, like, it becomes, if, yeah, if it you have money and, and you want to look and you want a nice car, like, you know, and you want to dress nice and look nice, that's one thing. But I'm talking about like excessive, like huge diamond ass shit like all over you and like it's yeah. it's it, it's extreme yeah, yeah it's yeah, same with it's... the extreme plastic surgery that people never ever ever stop doing you know or like right. birkin bags that are like thousands of dollars that's different from me wearing my fucking like nordstrom rack ass clothes to right, perform also that's now we're talking about the the entire industry of luxury goods they're, yes that that they're specifically catering to those people the problem that we have within hip hop, I think, is that our idols who are extremely wealthy seem accessible. They seem like they come from us because they did come from our background. They came from inner city beginnings or humble beginnings, wherever you came from. So that then people out of, here getting group on boob jobs because they want that and then they get lopsided my, titties. Well, my, <laughs> my point was that 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 uh, that pressure comes from. Um, damn, I lost my mother. I'm sorry. <laughs> no, 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 no. Um, Pressure comes from what? No, nah, I, I completely lost my point. I, I lost. And it's time for us to, to get on uh, to Pete from Siano. Okay. All right. We're good? We in this bitch. Take off his personal background. Okay. He doesn't want Taking people to first. see me. Taking off the <laughs> No, it used to be that people couldn't see me when we did the virtual background. So we made it one of them. So it's revenge is what it is. Mr. Peter Feliciano, how are you, sir? I'm doing really well. Actually, Good. I'm in a foul-ass mood right now. <laughs> oh, no. Okay. Well, 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 we'll try to make that feel better. Uh, you're in a foul-ass mood and a you're A little smiling. goddamn bit. I'm, I'm a little goddamn bit. See, sometimes I get into foul-ass mood. I don't know. If, you know what? I'll wait until you do the introduction. I'll wait. Okay, do, great. Yes. All right. I'm going to give you... See, see, I've been really good at doing these intros, so let's see if I can nail it this time. Okay. The one and only. He was once here in the Bay. Now he's in New York, probably messing with the homeless people and pretending like he is their savior. (laughs) (laughs) Is he Spanish? Is he white? Is he Puerto Rican? We don't know because he likes to remain ambivalent and ambiguous. Is that the right word? Hell yeah. (laughs) (laughs) He likes to make people incredibly uncomfortable. He is Peter Feliciano. There we go. Hey, there we go. It's yeah. me. It is you, sir. How you been? Uh, good. In general, actually, wildly, I can cuss on this show, right? Yes, yes, yeah. yes. This is your platform, sir. Which is yeah, wildly fucking blessed. Wildly <laughs> blessed. But I'm ungrateful for part of it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Anytime you say wildly blessed, but we just already consider you a fucking ingrate. So there you go. Yeah, dude. <laughs> fucking ingrato. Mira, mira, ingrato. <laughs> I had to throw in a little fucking a little Emerald Lagasse Puerto Rican in there because there I know you oh. have you have so yeah. many white a little Goya dash is that a Goya dash like a little Sasson adobo yeah question sin pimento is the way I like it I don't like it the red shit I like the blue yeah. shit same okay. alright I'm I, I, could, I could deal with pimiento but I, I see where you're coming from I, all right, I like because I like the flavor. I'm, I'm, I like Spanish. I like other spicy stuff, but not in my adobo. I like the regular blue shit for me. Gotcha. Yeah. I know all the white people have like closed their ears now. They're not. They don't know what. This <laughs> they is. don't know. Yeah. They, they, oh, ad- why? Because Goya is canceled. Well, no, because white people don't know. That what too. That too. <laughs> that too. That, that too. 
but I, okay. I want to know what what do you uh, yeah you air your request? grievances yeah air your grievances what's, 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 going on? what's grinding your gears lately <laughs> how real do you want to get on the show that's let's the question. get fucking real, real. Let's, we need the ratings here's please. here's what it really fucking is well okay there's layers there's layers okay. the top yeah. layer feel that on you is that I'm annoyed that 22 year olds act 22 that's the top layer okay, okay. The, the top layer is I'm annoyed that a girl at a girl who acted 22. Now, the, the underneath that is why in the sweetheart fuck am I surprised that a girl who's 22 acts 22? That's why, that's the underneath layer there. When the devil like, says they're the devil, you believe them. Is the what? <laughs> when the devil says they're the devil, you believe them. When a two-year-old, when a 22-year-old pussy tells you they're a 22-year-old <laughs> demon pussy, you believe them. Believe I, them. I, it's my problem that I'm like, oh, I wish this chick could act like she's 47, but she, you know. No. Yeah. So what did she do to you? He wants Come a golden girl's mentality. Nothing, nothing. Listen, listen. That's the, like a see, that's, girl body. The, that's the third layer deep. The third layer deep is that it's really about my frustration and expectations. If you want to get spiritual about the shit, that's what go. it really well, is. Is this, she going to listen to this podcast? No. That would be awesome. No. <laughs> well, disappointment comes from a false sense of expectation or entitlement. I guess so. I guess. So. I mean, now listen. <laughs> okay, that's, so that's one. Walk that's, me through this, B. Like, what, that's what third happened, layer bro? A. Okay, that's third layer A. Third layer B is it's normal for me to be a little fucking frustrated when I'm dealing with uh, 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 quarantine bullshit. Mm -hmm. It's normal to be a little annoyed, and and it's normal for me to be like, I think this chick is kind of yeah, test the waters, blah blah blah, and then you know, so it's it's both my expectations. But it's also I can't walk around like a monk, just going like, I maybe maybe she might, because then that might I think having no expectations, especially with females or even with the music career, whatever, that makes you go, I'm not gonna try. I could be wrong, but I think putting yourself out there, you have to have a little bit of not expectations, but a little bit of oh, I think this is. So, are that you is... trying to date during COVID and having frustrations around that? Is that really what this is stemming from, or is there something more? Here's the problem, Megan. I don't like that you're asking that question. <laughs> I don't like that you're asking that question. I don't like the as if, as if like, what's wrong with you? Because you guys are all fucking lovebird, lovebirded up. Fucking we hate each other. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Third oh, layer underneath. Here we go. <laughs> now we're digging. Now we're digging. Yeah, we're the way it goes. Jerry Springer, this shit. Yeah, exactly. Right. Um. Uh. No, but I. I. Uh, yeah. But it's fucking frustrating because listen, sometimes it's frustrating because you need to get a nut. Sometimes it's frustrating. <laughs> sometimes it's frustrating because touch is fucking important. And I'm getting some hugs, blah blah blah, from some people, blah blah blah. But. I just I, sometimes I don't know if you've been in this position, and I've I've had. You've I'm, been in I'm, I'm, <laughs> yes, exactly. I'm I'm by no I'm not like Don Juan, but I'm also not some you know fucking Palo Alto born fucking you know nerd whatever the fuck. Palo Alto born. Palo Alto born nerd yeah. who's like, oh gee golly, I hope I have like four sexual partners in my life. Nah, that's not my life. That's not my life. So I'm somewhere in the middle. I have a healthy, I have a healthy sex life. But sometimes I just need to cuddle with a motherfucker. Sometimes I just goddamn need to. Sometimes I need to. I need to. What do you want to watch? Bloop 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 through Roku. I just need to. What do you want to watch while a chick's fucking leaning on me? That, that's Aww. what I need. Have you considered sometimes. a dog? I'm not gonna fuck a dog. 
You can't booty call a dog. I wasn't saying fuck the dog. Oh you my god. Never abuse that dog. This is your own business. I will have PETA and busted <laughs> through the front door. You could just call the dog's owner like, hey, what's your dog doing tonight? If Spike, if Spike is hard at the time, is it actually rape? <laughs> oh my god! Don't go ahead and name your dog Spike. Just that, that was sick. <laughs> your hard boner okay, so dog. Is, Spike. So is your issue the the cat and mouse game of dealing with a younger female? Is this is that younger Pardon. woman? I hate saying the word female because yeah, so what the fuck? Yeah, yeah, okay. Um. um yeah, that no, that's 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 part of it. I mean, the thing is, is that older older women um, have been through the game before, so they know what they want more. They're more clear. They're better at communicating. Don't get me wrong. I've I've dealt with games with girls in their forties, and I'm sure dudes in their forties are. I've heard the stories. They're not, you know, lily white either. You know what I mean? No. But there is a better chance that they know what they want and they ask for what they want, they communicate, they know the game, and there's less of a cat and mouse, oh, chase me, chase me. Here's an example. If a girl, and this is not random, this is kind of partially what happened. true story, man. This is kind of a partially a, um, but like if you, if you disappear for a little while, remember in the 90s, there was a lot of, there was a big, especially for white girls, I don't know so much about Latinas, although Latinas and, you know, black girls have always been a little, their own version of crazy, but um, white girls, there was a big, there was kind of a big subconscious um, dick suckery of the idea of a crazy, oh, she's so crazy, like Crazy Beautiful, that movie from Kirsten. Yes, Hunt. I love that like, movie. Listen, I've never seen this shit, but there was also um, like every Matchbox 20 song was about like, she's crazy at 3 a.m. I must be lonely. There was a charm. But she's beautiful, but she doesn't, she, yes. There was a charm in being psychotic, and then you grow up and you realize that charm is actually toxicity. <laughs> but I'd like, to, yes, and I'd like to bring that to now. I'd like to, I'd like to have a message to the white girls in there. Disappearing for a day is not because you're so complicated. It's because you're basic. It's <laughs> basic. You're like, oh, I'm protecting I, my energy. Right. There's a self-esteem. I know that they're nuts and they have low self-esteem problems, but they also have high fucking self-esteem problems. High self-esteem problems because oh, chase me, chase me, bitch. I don't want to fucking chase somebody who's 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 playing games. Why would I want to? And and even more important, maybe not more important. Maybe it's another maybe it's another uh, 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 ribbon rivulet of the same you know uh, uh, pattern. I don't know what I'm doing right now. He's doing all types of hand gestures for our audio listeners <laughs> from New York. All right. Yeah, exactly. Uh, but uh, he acquiesced so well. Well, I was technically born here too. Oh, you, you know, were born here. Yeah. Okay. So yeah. But. Um, the, the, it, 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 it's, it's another piece of it, but if you act shitty and then you're surprised why you can't find a relationship, no longer be surprised. Please. Can you please, please. keep doing this? Is that your white girl impersonation? <laughs> Chase me. Chase Just me. Don't be surprised anymore. I don't know why I can't find a man or, 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 or can't keep a man, a guy <laughs> who put up with dog shit just to get the vagina and then when you uh, have already given him that he's like oh 
Now let me assess, do I actually like this person or have it's they It's the sanity to so vagina much? ratio. How much, how good is your vagina commensurate to how crazy you are and my tolerance level within that? Can I like, <laughs> I feel like I need to be like the, the advocate for the crazy pussies <laughs> out here. Like I'm just letting you all like throw crazy bitches through the mud. What, what the fuck? Go ahead, fuck? go ahead, go ahead little MC. Little I mean, MC I, I defend guess, crazy bitches. Go ahead. I'm not gonna defend crazy bitches, but I am gonna say, how old are you, Peter Felician? Are you are you okay Listen. giving your name your age? Because why are you chasing 22 year old pussy? Because they they Cause just they're taste, hot. Because they taste delicious. They're <laughs> exactly. <laughs> something about you can't a, have your cake a, and eat it too. year old asshole. It tastes like bubble yum. Okay, there's something. <laughs> Flavored Snapple, the fucking ass cheeks. I just like it. I and just you're gonna have to deal with their immature. You're, you're, yeah, that's that's yeah. layer B. Remember, we didn't know. <laughs> I'm just saying that's the second layer down. Is why in the sweet hot fuck am I surprised when they act shitty? I know. But did this just happened to you like before this phone call. Did, did this happen? Yeah. Oh man. That's why I'm in a yeah. That's yeah. It. God, yeah. this is an exclusive, and I love it. <laughs> Riveting. <laughs> Riveting content. I would have talked, wanted... talked about this on my podcast too. I don't know. Yeah. You know. <laughs> yeah. No. I mean, we're here for it. No, but I think you have to. You. You. I think at a certain level, you. If you have any experience with a younger woman, and when we say younger, we're talking about like anywhere from twelve to fifteen years. Your. Oh junior. my God! I thought you were gonna say twelve years old. No, 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 no. We don't what do that. We're not, we're not doing that. I mean, I remember yeah, being I remember weird. being 17 and being a bougie ass 17 year old and refusing to date girls who were 16 just because I didn't want. Okay. Like I just felt okay. like I was like so mature for like 17. Right, 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 right. My nuts right. hadn't dropped yet, and I'd like you know. To, but, that's trying to have. That's trying to have. That's unearned. Uh, what's the? That's stolen valor. You know what I mean? Okay. That's like stolen yeah. valor, where like somebody makes believe that they're a veteran. They have the stripes on on but their shit. Stole, yeah. They picked been it off a dead person. Like, that's what it is. It's like I'm so street, I'm so experienced with females that I know, but it's like, no, you're fucking. Yeah, it, you're it's a, but it's a maturity level, so you have to kind of know, like this person, like this person didn't even like. They don't. They're not. They're gonna get your references in certain cases. They're not gonna understand. So you have to recognize, as a man who is older, that your attraction in this person is mainly physical, predominantly sexual, and aside from that, there is not a lot. Going on. Attraction, attraction, me to her is what you're saying. Yeah, exactly. Like, is that's... she not? Does she not have the attraction to you? Are you saying that doesn't go both ways? Well, yeah, that's what I'm. I'm essentially, oh. yeah. I think. Well, I think that's have the other thing about. That's the <laughs> other. <laughs> you got to do the. Yeah, you got to. This do is the actually. Job. This is another. Because you're absolutely right. Unlearned, but low MC, I have a question. Yes. Why do? And I'm not saying this is exactly the situation, but I have been around different situations uh by the way buy a second mic what is wrong with you guys Just we have two mics we have two mic. we haven't figured out our audio situation yet it's <laughs> zoom it's it's recording yes I'm wise big. jedi guru of podcasting I only go See, on podcast start. this is how the podcast beef is gonna start exactly so uh the question is why do some females at all why do some females why do they run away from the stuff that makes them feel good 
Why, why is, I think it is fear of, oh my God, this guy is like, I really like this guy. And so I'm going to run away. I'm not saying that's what this situation is, but I've been with females who are like, I, I, I'm scared I'm going to get hurt. I'm scared. I mean, it makes me fucking feel unbelievably good. I, I respect him. I love him. I, I, I'm, I'm feeling all swept away. And so I'm going to slink back into the, into, you know, dating penguins instead of sharks. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like I'm going to slink. Why in the I, fuck? I've never done that, but I know what you're talking about. One of my best friends is dating someone younger and has been experiencing that exact, a dude, right? It's exact same thing. So I think it's not just like a only a woman thing. It's just younger people in general. Um, and okay. it's like my my, my friend is Jeans like, look at that fucking likes it in the butt, you know, does all this crazy shit and does everything for this motherfucker. He's younger. He's a twenty four year old, you know, and like, all right, he... what's what what's her phone number? <laughs> I would, well, I think you know her, so I'm not gonna put her on blast. Oh, okay, like no, 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 I would never. <laughs> just tell her, just tell her. I'll, I'll send gonna... you a text later. You know? I'll buy a I'll buy a fucking plane ticket. All right, what's up? <laughs> Yo, so she's dating you... somebody who's younger. Yeah, and I mean, and then he would like do fuckboy shit to her, and it's kind of a similar circumstance. It's like, why if something feels good and is right and isn't all fucking toxic, are you running away? Because I think that you get in a comfortability with toxicity, and when things are good, it feels uncomfortable. Drop the know? mic on these motherfuckers. Yeah. Yes, 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 that is. <laughs> yeah, that, yeah. I think that is a piece of it, but I think that for dudes, especially for younger dudes, there is something in, in us that says we're not a man unless we're getting different. You know what I mean? We're not a man unless we're getting new. So even if he likes her, even if he loves her, there's something about especially younger men. It's psyche the that chase. Says, young yes. men like the chase. They like the, the novelty. Well, then of is new it pussy. really a, a shock when a girl wants to be chased if they've been socialized? Ah, their whole so life by that rationale, like, yeah. Wait, 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 maybe, okay, back maybe up, back women, up. Yeah, maybe women like the chase. So if a young, if a man it wants the chase. You can't, are you really surprised that a young girl is asking you to chase her if she's been socialized her whole life to, that you're desirable if you're not easily accessible? I don't know about the socialized part. I, 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 can, I, can, I, can, I can get on board with that. Part of the frustration is not necessary. I mean, there's many frustration parts. One of them is with myself and my expectations and my fucking, you know, you know uh, bullshit. Part of the frustration is fucking COVID. Part of the frustration is uh you know with her but also part of the frustration is all the shitty ass dudes and not i don't know, I don't know about shitty ass dudes but <laughs> this is gonna sound a little <laughs> egotistical this is gonna sound just i just just follow me a little bit on this okay i have been with enough women who who have told me that i'm refreshing as far as my energy and the way i communicate date fuck blah 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 so that I kind of know, I kind of trust that. I trust what they have told me about me and the way I'm different. My frustration is part of the way that the dudes have set up their expect the, the females' expectations that they're going to be shitty, they're going to be bad at communicating, they're not going to be emotionally introspective, they're not going to slang dick and eat ass. Like they're not going to, they're not going to, you know what I mean? So that they do do fuck boy shit instead of. I don't want you to eat my the, ass tonight after it's all of the, this, by the way. Whoa, what? <laughs> Add a girl, add a girl, yeah. You're welcome. Let's Unlearn. Watch, You're let's welcome. Watch that Kirsten Dunst movie and, and you have to eat my ass. Damn. You have to eat my ass while we watch Crazy Beautiful. This is yeah. an episode. This, this is a fucking this podcast. Is crazy beautiful. Now we're fucking podcasting. <laughs> Holy shit. I also agree with what you're saying, though. A lot of women are traumatized from shitty ass dudes, and so they project on. Now, who you need to be worried about are the fuck boys who can sling dick and eat ass. Oh. That's what you really need to worry about. 
And if you go uptown, a few, a few, a few fifty now blocks away uh, from but, 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 all right. the whole I community of the them. Phrase, <laughs> I use, I use the phrase "fuckboy" because it, it's easy to to throw in there because you already had already said it. What's the <laughs> definition? I've never really gotten a concrete definition of "fuckboy." Okay, what so let the, the woman no, in the no, room no, speak. I, I, I want you to. I want you to say. Oh, why? 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 Yeah. I was gonna look up to see if a funny definition. <laughs> um. Honestly, my definition of "fuckboy." Feel like all men to some degree are kind of a fuck boy you know <laughs> like I, I feel like it's just someone that you know is it's is, they just want to whore out and have their cake and eat it too and fucking treat women like they're ex- disposable and fucking okay be little immature assholes about it so I okay don't know, i don't really have i haven't really dealt with the fuck boy in about a year because he changed a year in and became <laughs> <laughs> Yo, I'm we catching so many it. fucking strays. He's not gonna. He's not gonna eat your ass tonight. Here's the boot. I'm catching so many you. strays right now. It's it's it's, right. it's good. It's good. It's good. It happens. You know what I'm saying? Here's, like, so here's the clarifying question. This is the clarifying question because I I feel like I have heard that type of definition before, but then it's hypocritical because you scratch that a little bit, and if they were honest. That they only wanted to whore around if they were honest. Doesn't that change everything? Hell yeah. No, I think it's it's a hundred percent about being transparent. If you can be transparent and be like, look, I don't want to be in a monogamous relationship. I want to be able to see other people, but if I do see someone else, I'm gonna tell you. And that's what my friend started doing with this kid. And my thing is like, but, I think he's still gonna like me. Sorry, go but, ahead. No, 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 but but here's the problem. Let's maybe call this the other side of that is fuck girl. Or maybe love girl. Here's what it is. Oh no, I don't want a monogamous relationship either. Lie. Oh no, I don't <laughs> care if we just if we're just fucking no lie. Or or two a.m. phone calls, two a.m. booty is fine. And all of a sudden, a couple months in, she changes up because she catches feelings, and now and now all of a sudden she starts playing games because Chasey Chasey, you should like me, and now I'm going to set up these boundaries or these expectations. Why do we only hang out at 2 a.m.? Bitch, we've been doing that for three months. <laughs> now all of a sudden you're like surprised? I want to be treated better. No, now they want you to take it to tomorrow's. I've told you from the start, you know what I mean? Like that. So maybe let's call that fuck girl because that's also what we have to deal with because I've been in non-monogamous and monogamous relationships and personally and maybe this is part of the the not sadness but the disappointment for me is that i've been in great vibrant fulfilling fucking friendship relationships that i'm that i love these i love these women but we're not necessarily committed mm-hmm. where we're not named where we're not whatever where like and i'm not saying i want this for sure because i i did a little inventory a couple months ago and i realized yeah I don't. that's really his way of saying he fucked hella bitches inventory. Listen, I was doing market research. I have, I have, I have been with enough women who, who, who wear. I actually, they're my best friends now. You know what I'm saying? Where like they're my. Last time I was on your pod, you told me about that. Oh, I did. Okay, so like those relationships have been great, and okay, 
I don't want that really right now. Right now, I'm actually open to a fucking, you know, whatever relationship type of thing. If it's the right thing, if it's the right thing, because it's been years that I've been like, no, 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 I'm Mr. Non-Monogamy or no, 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 I'm moving. He just needs the COVID fuck buddy that's going to tickle his balls. That's really it. Don't (laughs) fucking asking for. Is that too much ass? (laughs) Everyone email conservative podcast, ladies. (laughs) Podcast at gmail.com. Exactly. We'll go from there. But we're gonna we're gonna put this in the bio. We're gonna put, we're gonna pin Yes. Send titty pictures too. Yes. Uh, exactly. I'll take all comers too. I'll take the big areolas. I'll take the tiny eraser nipples. We just I had a whole care. conversation about Colombian black nipples yesterday. He, Colombian had black nipples. he had a conversation about, and I listened in. I don't even know. I've it's never been with a Colombian did. black girl. What's that? No, all about? no. So no, no, no. Okay, so this I'm gonna a, tell this story on the pod. It, this will be like saying, her third time hearing. Like, are you saying it's like National Geographic areola? No, or, it's, or it's, it? a, it's a reference to a time that I was hanging out in high school with friends of mine, and there was this one kid who came from a private school, and he wanted to show off of with his friends in the hood about how he can call. It was like he literally had like Uber before Uber. He could just get on the cell phone and get a car, and we did that, and we wanted to fuck with some chicks in New Jersey, so we went out to New Jersey, and the whole time that we're on our way to New Jersey to hang out with our people, the limo driver was talking about his love and his uh, uh, his affinity for Colombian black nipples. That all was right. like it was okay. a whole last thing. And literally, mind you, I'm 17. I, I, you know what I'm saying? Like, there's very few nipples I've seen, let alone Colombian black ones, right? Mm-hmm. Like, <laughs> like it was just a weird, it was just a weird thing. But so yeah, so you have no preference in the in the nipple department. No, I mean, I, the last serious girl I was with, uh, she actually had, had third inverted. One? She had the she had the she had no, inverted. Like, oh, she had the little no, crevice, not, like not the in- little, no, with a with a the little the asteroid, tar- the little asteroid. It's an innie. Yeah, yeah, where it's an innie, not an owie. She ain't have dimples. She ain't she have she ain't have nipples. She had dimples. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> and actually, there was a pride. I've never heard of that. You've never heard of of innies instead of outies? There, I mean, only for belly buttons. I get. Yeah, I, I don't watch porn. It scares me. Also, so. Yeah, I know, right? We need to I'm get not- into some fucking therapy now. Yeah, Good exactly. <laughs> <laughs> oh, this eat my ass acting. to pierce. Eat my ass to Kirsten Dunst. I don't want to watch porn. No, no. I, exactly. I, I love, I masturbate to like Cruel Intentions and like 90s movies. I don't like acting. That's the most, that's the most 90s sentence I have ever heard in my life. I masturbate to Cruel Intentions. You might as well oh, fucking man. look at this stuff. Isn't it me? What <laughs> Not to Disney. Not to Disney. <laughs> What's one of these things? A thingamabob. It's like <laughs> it's one of those rubber fists. Anything, yeah, like, anything with like a anything with a, a, a that that like has an invert, like a like I'm, a corner. I'm, anything with a yeah, corner. Any any penis or is that? Well, yes. <laughs> I mean, there is I, a dip I, in the pool. That's all you need. A dip in the a cold pool and is no there see, there. I have heard of I have heard of micro penises. They do exist. Oh yeah. They do exist. Yeah, they, they, they exist oh, yeah. on women too. That's what the oversized mean, clits. Oversized. Oh, oh, clits. oh like, yes. Yeah. Many different sizes clits. Yes. Yeah. Absolutely. God, yes. do I have an oversized clit? Nah, nah. Look at it. Oh. I don't know. I don't know comparison. <laughs> this is the first time. This is. I, it's so good to know to watch a girl like be insecure for different things that we've had to deal with our whole life. To be like, because yeah. there's something about that the the current. Uh, commu- the current conversation when it comes to men that seeing our insecurities never really gets talked about. Never I mean, a, gets talked a about. A thigh gap? I didn't know what that was for a while. And 
was like, what? Thigh gap. Thigh gap. Thigh gap? Like, it's, it's when you have, like, a gap in your... And I was like, what yeah. the fuck? Who the fuck is paying attention to this shit? Men. <laughs> a little bit. A little bit. It is stupid. But at the same time, imagine, if you will, that you were born a certain way. And that certain way, not only it, does, it, uh, does it negatively affect the way you date and have sex, it also is on a grand scale, on a grand scale, on the view, on the fuck, in any conversation where there was a bunch of girls talking about sex, you know that the he's them saying, here's what I'm saying. We can talk mad shit about tiny dicks and it's culturally acceptable. Imagine. Mm. Fucking imagine. Up, you know? Wait a minute, they're talking about small up. dicks on The View? I'm sure, yeah, absolutely. Whoopi, like Whoopi's talking, Whoopi, 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 talk, Whoopi Goldberg talking about dick is like a horrendous, like, <laughs> I can't even picture that, but like. Uh, rapper dreads, rapper dreads, rapper dreads, jerk off a guy with their dreads, she could do that. But see, like, I think that like, well, well, women's criticisms of men have been pretty consistent across generations, where men's criticisms about women Pain. have changed because our beauty, our standards of beauty have changed. Yes. In the 90s, it was like the white snake skinny white girl model that was like the pinnacle of beauty and whatever the case is and then you know enter j-lo in 99 and all of a sudden asses are a thing you know what i'm saying and like it becomes a whole you know and then like now yeah everybody has to tan and look like kim kardashian and it's a whole like i i would even venture to say by the way just as a side note i would but i don't want to fuck Kim Kardashian, I, uh, I would because she exists, but I, I don't want to. <laughs> that's all. That's the only criteria you need for her to exist. No, 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 no. We're talking about Explain. would or want to. We're talking. We're diff. That's a different thing. That's a different thing. You're I'm telling you right now. What? You're too good for Kim Kardashian. No, I'm just not attracted to her sexually, but I would because. If she do it at you. You do it a favor. I'm a fucking dude. Yeah. Of course I would. Yeah, exactly. That's what I was about to say. Like that's just that's just kind of like. Standard man philosophy, like yo, you know. Anyone that doesn't share genes with you, you would potentially fuck. Uh, Listen, I'm calling Spike over here right (laughs) now. I don't fucking have a problem, (laughs) (laughs) fucking. Big dick Spike the dog, yo. Big dick Spike the dog. Yo, I put, I put, I put uh, his dick inside my, uh, uh, inside my dick. We'll dock me and a. It's called a dog. Oh, that's I'm cool. What <laughs> the fuck? See, this is why it's a whole thing. Poor. You invited me this. on the show, okay? You fucking, <laughs> let's talk about expectations about now, goddamn. What about the? Are you even doing music, or are you just a sex talker now? Sex Listen, well, right now it's your show. I don't know what the fuck you're doing. No, this is. Yeah. <laughs> so no. how's the music game? <laughs> well, oh, is that a real question, or are we yeah. still? Did we, oh, yeah, did yeah, we yeah, already yeah. wrap up? Okay. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I, I just want to put. Time left. I want to know just, about your music. Oh yeah, well it's eleven thirty-one or eight thirty-one your time. Yeah. Yeah, we're so about we, to go get my ass eaten and watch Crazy Beautiful. Pretty so much. Get, yeah. Get, get into this. <laughs> All right. You guys can start. I'll talk about my music. You guys start. Um, <laughs> uh, yeah. No, I'm a, a singer songwriter podcaster. Everybody, uh, uh, look at my. Did you just win an award or something? Like when you you work yeah, with a band now. A, yeah, on my uh, YouTube, uh, we put it out. I'm going to put it up on my Bandcamp, too. But um, me, uh, as a part of Balanced Breakfast San Francisco, they put um, fr- they took random musicians from across the country and put them in a lottery and essentially put them put us together with a bunch of random musicians, about five five or six musicians. And so there could be two drummers and a, and a guitarist and a blah, 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 or whatever. 
and we're supposed to put uh, make 10 minutes of original material. And so I got hooked up with some really fucking really talented motherfuckers. Ainsoft, uh, the saxophone player and uh, NPC player. Uh, Nate uh, Lopez, the guitarist, um, plays a hybrid, hybrid bass guitar. And then uh, two really talented singer-songwriters. Uh, one is Elisa Sun, and the other one is, come on, ex-girlfriend. Um, and so that's her name. That's okay, her name. Oh, like... okay. Oh, they yes, say that, goddamn. <laughs> ex-girlfriend, uh, that's it. ex yeah. <laughs> right. And uh, and so we made 10 minutes of original material and we won the contest. So did you win cool. money? Did you win more pussy? Did you no, or, no. Well, the night is young. <laughs> None. So, um, I think I I think I impressed Spike. Um, but uh, <laughs> I like that the thread going through that is, is that I'm going to be fucking a dog. This is a yeah. great episode. This is a wonderful. <laughs> is, that's going to be the blessed. name of the That's going to be the you name of the blessed to have me on your Spike. Spike. Oh, really. um, oh, God. Yes. But uh, <laughs> Spike. Um, but yeah, we won. We did a 10 minutes of original material, two songs, and um, it was it was a close call. There, we were face, facing ten other uh, ten other you know random lottery bands, and one of them was very highly produced, you know, catchy. And when I saw them, I'm like, there's there's no way. Maybe we'll get second, whatever. But it was unanimous. They were like, they were like, there were a lot of talented people, but the judges were like, these guys did Ooh. their shit. So we and who we were the judges? Um, Randy Jackson. Of, I don't know who the right dog 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 dog. I like dog. Um, but uh, yeah, it was a, it was a three judges, and then apparently every text because they also had the texts open for a bunch of whoever was watching, and every text that came in was for us. So, I want to see nice, this nice. shit. I want to hear it. On, yeah, my gotta, on my YouTube. On my YouTube. Is it conservative yeah, or is it Peter Feliciano or is it dog? It's, it's all in one. Name? I gotta. That's another thing too. I don't want two separate. Rivulets, rivulets. Yeah. Rivulets I, I is a word separate, now. I don't want. I don't want to be separate, like the podcast and the music. I'm not saying that everybody who's a fan of one of those things has to like the other. Fuck no. Do what you want. But I, I figure the real ass motherfuckers who who I follow, like uh, Trent Reznor. Or, or, there's a couple of people, and I'm not saying I'm. At, no, I'm, I'm amazing. Um, but. Once I get sold on an artist, I'm kind of down to at least check out what they do. You know, I 100% I mean? agree. You, yeah. Your brand should encapsulate everything that you do, and you shouldn't. I, I mean, we just had our in friend one, on the show yeah, one place. who has like five different IGs for all the separate artistic ventures that he does. And really, you should just put everything into one, you know, one IG, one name, and then people will go, go to you what, for what they want. You know, right? Just better branding. Right. There's a couple of people I follow online. Uh, Joe, Joe fucking Rogan from time to time. I'll probably listen to one episode every like six months, whatever. When he has somebody who I really want to see. Outside of that, I still support him enough to follow, support him enough to subscribe, support him. And if he's going to be in town, I'll go to a show maybe or whatever the hell. You know, there are certain musicians or, or artists, comedians who I follow because I like them for whatever they did. And they always have a special place in my heart. So I know that there are some people, especially doing the podcast that I do, which is called Conservatish, ladies and gentlemen, um, that... Famous plug. <laughs> oh, yeah. Um, uh, uh, that turns people off. It makes people uncomfortable. And listen, mm. I'm okay. I understand that. Do whatever feels right to you. But the majority of people, like, let's be real, the people who I actually give a fuck about have stayed through. 
And even if they don't follow me, if they have to unfollow me or whatever, even if they have to not, if, even if they haven't commented on a fucking thing until I put music out, because that's the only stuff that they're fans of, because they see me in their timeline and then, okay, you know what? I like his music, so I'll let, fine. Yeah, I but think that's a good people, way to look at it. The people who I've lost, the acquaintances that I've lost due to doing the podcast that I do, I don't give a fuck. I do not. <laughs> well, let's, let's kind of unpack. <laughs> well, let's kind of unpack that. So your your show. Let's kind of like if you could describe your show in a few words. What what is your show about? Like what is what is rubbing people who are familiar with you or know you personally or have been an acquaintance of yours. What is rubbing them the wrong way? It never rubbed me the wrong way when I went on your yeah, show. You like talked what? about like nudity and streaking and yeah. like exactly. and something. Exactly. So that's a perfect example. On the whole, the way I talk about the show, it's called conservative. I wanted to hold a safe space for free speech and a place to rant and joke freely, like joke really freely. Um, and number three, a place to humanize the, the often dehumanized from what I see. Okay, so I've had conservatives on, I've had drag queens on, I've had uh, a former, uh, he was a proud boy the first time he came on and now he, he left after that. So he's a former proud boy, he's now a friend of mine. Uh, I've had on um, uh, uh, anonymous abuse survivors, anonymous perverted females. I've had musicians, comedians, people from all walks of life, all political leaning, and we just fucking talked. Not, oh, that's a, giving a platform to, Fucking shut the fuck up. By the way, it is always, let's get real, real. I don't know how much time you have, but it is always wimpy whites. There's only been like one or two non-whites who have unfollowed me vocally by the people that I've had on my show. The rest of them have been wimpy ass whites. Okay. <laughs> and I'm a fucking, and I'm a half Puerto Rican. Okay. So let's be fucking real about it. This Phoenix is too funny. Like That's going to be the, the, the cover, the cover, the cover the is you going like this. <laughs> <laughs> I can't. <laughs> That's the new album cover, please. Absolutely. Fuck Wimpy Whites. Is it Bay Area Wimpy Whites? Is it like hyper liberals? Is it, you know what I mean? Like, so yeah, do you think, do you think, so you, you had your show when you were here in the Bay, when you were living in the Bay, you started your show here. Do yes. you think you have a better audience? Do you think you have a, like a better support base in the, in New York? because of how um, people's temperaments are out there? Uh, I don't know about the fan base yet. I mean, uh, I mean, there's been a couple episodes that there's one that has 2,100 views, um, but the majority are like, you know, around about 100, you know, so I, I got some of the fan base, you know, I mean, whatever. Yeah. Um, but um, uh, I know for sure that when I tell people about it, when I would tell people in the Bay Area that the name of the show was Conservatish, they would kind of clutch their pearls a little bit, a little bit. Only The only reason why they wouldn't clutch their pearls all the way is because I'm racially ambiguous. They weren't sure because they were on the whole very uh, white. Yeah, 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 yeah. So they want to be offended. If I was full white, if I didn't look like, you know, <laughs> with the Fu Manchu or whatever the fuck, um, they would have, how dare you? I speak for black people. Fuck you. Um, yeah. but, <laughs> you're real. But yeah. in New York, when I've told people about the show, they're like, mm-hmm, continue. Like, it's on the whole much more humanized, much more humanized. Even I feel like I would do a show called Liberalish because sure. I would, 
Like, I get 10 percent like, because that bitch. But like, also, I hate ultra liberalism a lot, and I hate ultra. Ta-da. I think his yeah, his show is a response to that, right? Exactly. I think your your show is a response to hyper liberalism, cancel culture. This hypersensitive world that we have entered where though it is respectful and, and it is trying to actively amplify voices, it's also kind of narrowing what you can talk about within this space. You can't be racy. You can't be edgy. It just kind of takes the oomph out of content and being right. a thought, uh, you know, a thinker and an entertainer and all the things that we it enjoy as artists. It censors art. It censors right. comedy. Like, it censors Art, it censors comedy, it censors uh, music, it censors spontaneity, it censors fun. I, this is one thing that I've said, and, I, and I'll stand by it. I, I've, I've been told that I'm wrong by one woman, but I, I, if you've been, this is a message for the white, for the white folks. <laughs> right, right. If you list, if you've gone to more than three marches in a year, you haven't scored it in at least six months. That's a mathematical fucking fact. You have scored it. Formula. And That's girls, a fucking formula. And girls, I'm not talking about. I'm not talking about this type of orgasm. Uh, no, I'm talking about fucked. I'm talking about proper fucked. Because listen, I'm not saying. I'm not saying that if you go to a bu- to a march because you believe something, then you can't have fun. But the motherfuckers who are to every march with the pussy hats and the da da da, you're not taking care of yourself. Okay, you're not self care. They're trolling for pussy. That's what they're doing. That's why they're going to the protest. Like you know what I'm saying? Like it's like this whole you know. (laughs) And the same thing goes. And the same thing goes for boys who are trying to like. I'm so woke. Would you please fuck me because I came to the march too? Yeah. But I've also had very liberal people on my show as well. I've had very liberal people on my show. And listen, I think you say hairy liberal people, like yeah, that too. Um, Same thing. Yeah, I do a, I do a, I do a pew check for every guest on the show. I was like, just to just look at the mound real quick. I just want to. Um, yeah. <laughs> I don't mind a little hair, just not on the lips. Just shave the lip, like not yeah, not where it like comes down, and you have to like wade through the Amazon. And use the, use the machete. Right now. You <laughs> use get the, in all the pews. Use the machete, like just hack right, exactly. The woods. <laughs> I'm not trying to hack through the woods. Right. Nah, I need a man that doesn't give a fuck about pubes or periods. Come on. Oh, yeah. No, period, hey, hey, periods is a whole nother thing. And listen, like I said, pubes on top, rock and roll. But like, if I have to like, if I can't even tell if I'm licking hair or your clit, that's yeah, a problem for me. That's scary. I don't want to like, you know, I've got enough hair right here. You know what I mean? Yeah. So on the lips themselves, just shave that shit or wax it or whatever. Yeah, when <laughs> but it looks period, like you're wearing underwear, but, but there's pubes. Holy right, but, but period is a whole nother game. I'm fucking super down to fuck up period. Yeah. I don't give a fuck. Yeah, that's, that's good. Why do you I think I have a gray? Yeah, it's not, it's why do you think I have a great? Why do you think I have a gray blanket back there? Because I don't give. A <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Yeah, I don't ever want anyone to room raid our room. You know, like, <laughs> <laughs> that shit with the black yeah, it's just like yo, just yeah. No did you cut, did you did you <laughs> did you like, prepare oh God, salmon on this fucking blanket? The uh, ceiling. <laughs> <laughs> Did you, did you behead a chicken on this fucking thing? Oh my gosh, my fist coming out. Santeria. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, oh, yeah, my show is yeah. I've 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 um I wanted to hold a space to because part I don't know uh yeah I'll, I'll just wrap up to answer that question just by saying like I mean I've uh because of my um service in uh in I've gotten the opportunity to volunteer at prisons and. Uh, for years, and I've seen people who have literally murdered people, changed their life around, 
become incredible motherfucking humans who I love to death, right? And if there's anybody who's going to be dehumanized, it's those guys, right? And I've seen them have the opportunity to change their life, even get out of prison and start business. Like they're like, right? So that change, that is part of the many reasons why it changed my perspective about the reason why, I mean, vote for whoever you want, but just don't tell me that I can't at least believe and say what I fucking want. Don't tell me that I can't joke freely. You know what I mean? Because a lot of people, as even even I don't know if we talked about it on Learn, but like some people are like they're taking uh, uh, episodes Netflix and HBO, or maybe not HBO. They're taking episodes of blackface that comedy shows of blackface off of their platform, where there's a black person in the fucking show who has co-signed it, who is fucking understand, who no one has, who no one has said a fucking word about it until the until a couple of unfuckable black chicks. <laughs> who have degrees in diversity, who have degrees in diversity, who have been told by white people, by mostly white professors, I'm sorry for being me. You're right all the time. You're right Which all the time. What are you talking about though? I'm talking about 30 Rock. I'm talking about um, with Bob and David, uh, 30 Rock at least, uh, The Office as an example, The Office, perfect example. The Office removed the scene from, from season nine. It was, it was at the behest of, of Greg Daniels, the show's creator, and yet, in season two, there is a ch- there is Michael Scott holding his eyes and going, I'm peeing. So why in the fuck? If we're going to do this, if we're going to cancel people, let's cancel people all the way. Principles before personalities. You don't I mean, just get to say. It's really racist in season two. It's on like diversity day. So I think, yeah. I, and it's in, I don't know. I mean, I guess I would like to hear someone of color. Like, what do you think? Right, but about- it's not racist. I think it's not. It, it, I, if think going I think for there's. I think there's. I think like like everything. There's racism lies within a spectrum. There is people who are saying things or do things out of sheer ignorance. There are people who say and do things because they are insulated from other ethnic experiences. Doesn't make them racist. Is that they literally are isolated from knowing other people of color to know what not to say around. You know what I'm saying? Like you just. You know, so like when when you have writers who are writing these pieces, right? It was kind of like the the conversation we were having the other day. We were watching some movie, and they had like these Mexican gangsters acting all like tough, and they were supposed to fight the cop. And I'm like, who's what white boy is writing the script for these black <laughs> or for these Mexican gang members? Like, why wouldn't you get a Mexican gang member to actually? Or a Mexican. It doesn't or, have to be a gang member, just or someone. But I mean, more. But even then, a Mexican gang member would really tell you the authenticity as to how this character would act in an authentic way you are gaining equity by bringing them into the fold and then you don't have to do this damage control when they find out that the white boy from miss wisconsin wrote the script for the the mexican gang member right like you know yes. what I'm saying? and has them all hyperactive and threatening and whatever the case is so it really comes down to the the ignorance i think the racism is not in the script that's being written it's why there was no black person in the room at the time so we're having different conversations. Like for me, it's not. It has less to do about the content and more about the circumstance that create that allows for this content to be created. Like when everybody wanted to cancel Gucci because they had, you know, this this sweater with with the the black face lips and all of that shit. Like you know what I'm saying? It's because there's no black person in the room saying this is some fucking bullshit. Like why would you ever? But put this what on? about? Yes, but what about the? There's a couple layers to that. But what about the black people in the room who say it's all right? The black people in the room who say that it's okay? 
here's here's I mean, what I'm not necessarily. I wouldn't necessarily call them the authority on blackness. That, like, you know what nobody saying? is. <laughs> yeah. Nobody no, you're, and you're 100% right. That's exactly like, my point. There's a general consensus as to what could be offensive and what could not be offensive. And then there's a lot of gray area. You know what I'm saying? And I think that at least if you have one black person in the room, okay, check with a couple of more. Don't let this one guy ride for the race. Right? <laughs> like, right. When the right. White girl's like, Unless. Well, my black friend says I can say the N word. Right, exactly. It's like, Whoa. Like, <laughs> Right. I, I personally, I say the N-word and I don't use justification by saying, I have black friends, that's why. No, I say it because it's my fucking mouth and everybody who who's listening knows in their belly what context is. They understand whether I'm being a hate punk. Why do you say this? Like at the grocery store? <laughs> yes, like exactly. The no, no, no. It's honestly, honestly, it's most of the time when I'm by myself doing a podcast episode and I'm talking about white motherfuckers. That's most of the time <laughs> when I use the N-word is I'm mostly talking about the white liberals who piss me off. I'm surprised anyway. you haven't got stabbed yet, to be honest. I'm like surprised but, yet. But There's too many threads going on, but I'll just wrap that part up by saying, okay. of course... Of course, I'm not going to say that word around somebody who I don't know, because right. I don't I don't not believe in saying the word fuck. But if I'm around an old lady who I don't know, or maybe even my grandma, I'm not going to say fuck because we don't know because I, I want to respect that. There's That's no level of familiarity. Right. So familiarity, familiarity and yeah. Right. Mm -hmm. So it's not code switching in the negative context to not say that around somebody who I don't know. Just it's not me changing who I am, if if authenticity meant I'm one person or one version of myself 100% of the time, that's insane. That's insane. That's insane. So of course, I'm going to say it when I feel comfortable and I know motherfuckers who are who are not going to flip out. Right. So it makes sense. But on a on a on a basic level, on principle, no. And here's it going going back to that other point about maybe more than one black person or whatever that in the in the writer's room, why, and this is a genuine question, why should we listen to the person who's offended versus not? Because you were talking about, I don't know if that person who's not offended by blackface is necessarily an authority. If I find four and two of them are and two of them aren't, or even let's, let's say three of them are and one of them aren't, why should I listen to those three? Is it just based on majority? I think our response to racism as it relates to artistic content on major platforms really comes down to capitalism. You know what I'm saying? It really comes down to whether or not the lawyers really want to fight this fight and deal with the, the political or the social backlash that is going to happen to the brand either of the show or of the station, the network, or whatever the case and is. Same with That's like really, trans or, they're or not, homophobia or anything. Yeah, like they're that. not doing they're not doing any of this for out of the benevolence of their own heart. They're doing this to save their corporate asses from being canceled and recognizing that, yes, black people have buying power now. They're, they're more, there's a, an active movement to amplify black voices and to amplify the black experience and to validate that experience and that frustration that comes with that experience. But, because, but what that means is because this is so prominent, us doing insensitive shit is going to hurt our bottom line. That's really what the, when we're having these conversations, we're not having these conversations in a, in a, in a pool of benevolent love that we just came to these realizations. We're Agreed. coming to these realizations because corporations are getting canceled. Executives are losing their jobs. Like that's why we're getting in these. It has less, it has less to but, do with 
the actual we really care we really want to stop like you know what i'm saying it's it's but i would i agree with you i agree with you for sure but i also would venture to say that i don't know of a company who's who's or let's just say a a person who's been actually canceled when they have said no fuck you i'm I'm not gonna kowtow and i'm not gonna step back unless they were kevin spacey harvey weinstein people who did some foul fucked up shit if it's for jokes and words Anybody who says, I'm sorry, I'm going to take it down, they get canceled anyway. And the people who go, no, it was a joke, I don't care, are not canceled. Bill Burr, Dave Chappelle, right? Kevin Hart. So, Kevin Hart. so on, on their, in our guts, I trust my audience. I trust my audience to understand context. I imbue them with smarts to know that I'm not coming from a place of hate, that I'm trying to say hyperbolic shit to make people laugh and to have a conversation, and that I'm a sloppy, jokey musician, not fucking on CNN or Fox News. Like, I'm, I'm not a, an expert on nothing, right? Yeah, right. I you said imbue and, and, and what was the other word? What was the other what was the I don't word? Know. Rib- rivulet, rivulet. <laughs> yeah, there was a couple, yeah, you had a couple 25 cent words in yeah, there, sir. Like, I, I don't even know what, you know what I'm saying. Like, no, yeah. I don't censoring comedian or like people that go back in your face like i'm terrified if i ever get famous and people go back on my facebook and like look at the shit that i used to post as like a child because i used to post lyrics from like mac dre and tupac with with their lyrics right so it'd be like tupac but like my brain as a 17 year old right it's not the same as my brain now i'm like i'm gonna get fucking destroyed and like no one's ever gonna listen to me again but the only two things never fucking kowtow to it. Please, 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 any musician or comedian listening to me, do not listen to your PR people. Your PR people are incorrect. They're not artists. They only care about their own 10% that they're getting. They just want to hide. They're not legit-ass motherfuckers, okay? Life is complicated and sloppy. That's number goddamn one. Never fucking apologize. Unless you, unless it's for something like you're an actual asshole or, yeah, maybe I was a little insensitive, but I'm not going to, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. explain yourself, but don't go like, oh, because that's bullies never get your five cents or five cents. Bullies never get your dollar today and come back tomorrow and say, hey, thanks for the dollar. I'm all good. They want more. That's built into animal, the animal human DNA. I will bully. I will push people down. I will get vengeance because it makes us feel good. That's the animal that we are. So I don't. I don't go. I'm sorry because I know that there's. That's just blood in the water. That's number one. And number two, the only people who are really who would come after you are mostly white motherfuckers. Let's be real. Let's be real. Let's be real. Right? It's white motherfuckers or black motherfuckers who are who have a bunch of white people by the ears. Cancel this person. Yes, black person. I'll cancel them. Fuck you. I don't, I don't, I don't imbue anybody. I don't, I don't, I don't put anybody's word above mine just because of the skin color. I don't fucking, that's dishonest and that's racist as shit. Okay. Mm -hmm. I don't, I'm only 45 fucking percent white. Okay. You're not going to get me with no fucking white guilt. I have, if you want to get real, real. I have had my dick in like five or six men's mouths over the course of my life. You're not going to get me with the anti-gay shit, with the homophobia shit, because I know who the fuck I am. I tried it back in the day. It's not my thing. But like, <laughs> but like, <laughs> oh, but like you're not going to get, I've had, I've had trans comedians on my fucking show talk about, 
who I love to death. Her name is fucking Morgan. Okay, she just Morgan, fucking great person. So you're not gonna get me with the transphobia because I know who the fuck I am. But I think you can still be racist and homophobic and have friends and love people that are gay and people of color. Define racist in that context. Yeah, I guess I think you have to define racism in that. Well, I think that you can say say. Okay, I, I, like a, for instance, like you can be oh, covertly racist, and from from intention. I think that racism can be unintentional and intentional. Okay. Like we, and I think that people that go around and be like, "I'm not racist because my best friend is Asian or my or my boyfriend is a black man," like that doesn't right. mean that I can just walk through yeah, it doesn't mean with that impunity it, and just exempt, say whatever the yeah, yeah you know you're not sure. exempt from sure. holding thoughts and opinions that are still there and embedded in you that dehumanize or devalue this person's experience right like i think Absolutely. plenty of people will often try to use that proximity argument to sure. explain that they're not racist and you know what i'm saying it just but i think and racism is more so a perception than an act so we have to kind of distinguish the two Right when we often say racism, most people put it in the context of I'm an it's an act being enforced upon somebody else against their will. The KKK, Trump, whoever that it's actively no, it's a frame of thinking that puts a certain class or a certain culture or ethnicity group here and another ethnicity group here, where you don't equally validate their human experience as you would your own. I think that's what sure. we're really coming down to, um, sure. you know. So that 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 when we so when you talk about racism, you got to talk about it in these various contexts. And again, it's a spectrum. It could be a perception in the minds of others, and it could be an action in the minds in in, in the hearts and the actions of, of other people. So you right. just got to kind of navigate through that. But I, I understand the ambiguity and and working within that ambiguity is where you can have these real conversations of growth and exchange and all of that. But the the hypersensitivity of it where we can't say this because so-and-so, I think that is more corporate agenda than it is trying to find a human equal, you know, like equilibrium. I agree, I agree with you. Yeah. A uh, couple of things. The reason why I said those examples is not as a blank check for my behavior. The reason why I said those examples is because that's proof that I know who the fuck I am. It's me knowing who I am. That's why I brought up those examples because I know that I'm not a this and I'm not a that and I'm not a whatever the fuck, right? So that's, just to clarify, that's why I brought up those examples. Not to say, well, I, you know, <laughs> I put the black dude's mouth so I can say that. I'm saying. <laughs> <laughs> so that's that. I know we're going late. I hope you're all right with that. It's fine. We're let's fine. Go. Yeah, let's go. Um, here's the second part, though. Or maybe there's two or three, but I'll, I'll just say this. Why would I? You said validate is the word that you used. Now, validate doesn't mean I change everything in my behavior, right? To, to fit to a person's feelings. Validating feelings doesn't mean that they're real. As somebody who's a sober alcoholic, I have thought many things and felt them. And all humans do this, but I'm just saying, I know that I have known things in my belly that turned out later to be fucking untrue. <laughs> I have known things that shits out to get me that I, I, you know, I have felt it. I have, so hearing it, saying, I hear you, having a conversation, that's all validating. But saying, I'm gonna change my, my 
actions, my words to fit those feelings, that's a whole nother level. That's not validating, right? Because I have literally had, I had a, a half uh, black, half Japanese guy on my show who thanked me for using the N-word instead of saying the N-word, right? Uh, why, why would I trust one black person over another black person? Oh, you're talking about like whether it's, what, what side to err on? Do you err on the side of sensitivity or do you err on the side of empowering free speech and, and saying- Not just empowering free speech. This guy thanked me because he feels pandered to when people say the phrase, the N-word. He feels pandered to, he feels placated. He feels, he, t he tells a story on my show. Uh, his name is Nico. He talked about how he had been, uh, I've had him on twice, smart motherfucker how he had gone to a, a, a mostly like kind of backwoods Wisconsin fucking uh, 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 university. And they and had to deal with some like racism, right? Had to deal with some like white uncomfortability because he was around because they didn't know whatever. But then he went to Santa Clara University, dealt with another version of racism and was more bothered by the white liberal racism than he was by the white backwoods. He was yeah. more bothered with Oh, I'm so sorry for being white with that. With literally, he said, what did he do? I think after George Floyd was killed, he, when we were talking, he and I back and forth, and he said, I'm really annoyed at white people's apologizing to me for this. <laughs> Stop apologizing to me for this. Right? He's more bothered. For so why, why would I give more clout to the point of changing my behavior and words, my personal autonomy, if one person is not only not offended, but thanks me for it versus the random people, mostly white, who will be bothered by me saying the, the actual word. Why? Yeah, I, I mean, I honestly, I understand where you're coming from. I, know, I, 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 I totally understand where you're coming from. I think that we lean on the side of offense because of, like I said, corporate agendas and all of that. I think that's really why we lean on the side of offense. I think aside from that, we have to, we also have to kind of put into account that a lot of our behavior patterns and a lot of our affinity for saying certain things or being dismissive or um, uh, disregarding certain value viewpoints and whatever the case is, is conditioned, right? We grow up in a, in, in, a, in a white supremacist framework. So because of that, there are a lot of things that we've accepted as normal that we've grown to realize aren't necessarily normal and they're not necessarily the best thing to say they're not the most appropriate thing to say in certain social settings now there are other social settings where it's accepted and it's fine and everybody is cool with each other and it's it's, it's not an issue but i think that that's that's where i think that's the conversations that we're starting to have now with regard to race with regard to hypersensitivity is that your desire to even say the n-word is coming from a space that is not your own is is the is the argument that could be made Right? It, could, the it could be made. The, the introduction of the N-word into our vernacular is not something that was desired or comes from a place of benevolence to begin with, right? So, you know, so as much as I could on one level defend a person's right to say whatever the fuck they want, including the N-word in any context, however they want to do it, I defend people's right to free speech. Also know that your desire to even say the word comes from something else that you never had control of to begin with. I, you see what I'm saying? Are you talking about me personally? No, I'm not talking about you personally. I'm right. just saying in general. 
I'm telling you right now, the main reason, like I've said, it comes from a place of wanting to hurt white people. It comes, from, <laughs> it, comes from a, it comes from my belly. It comes out naturally because I want to shock these white liberals and to shut the fuck up. I want to say, sit the fuck down. Because you've been telling me, white people have been telling me, I have Puerto Rican, what I get to fucking see and say. You, the main thing I'm going to take, hold umbrage with what you just said, not umbrage, but the main thing I'll disagree with, not a, a lot of that, okay, fine, whatever. But you said, that's now the conversation we're having. We are not having a conversation. Conversation means co, means two motherfuckers talking. We are having a one-sided conversation and and it's all liberal side, okay? Uh, except for a couple of Dave Chappelle who's super fucking liberal and Bill Burr who's super fucking liberal who are pushing for free speech. A couple of people that they allow because they're getting the money from them because enough motherfuckers like Dave Chappelle, like Bill Burr, they enjoy them. So they're allowing them to fucking not get canceled, okay. right? But it's not a conversation. Okay, not so I, I will agree it's a one-sided conversation, but I think it's it's from my own personal position, I think it is a one-sided conversation that has now tipped the scale in a way that favors me as opposed to before, right? Growing up or historically, the conversation was the opposite way. It was people are too sensitive, we can say what we want, whatever, whatever, you know what I'm saying? And now it's a conversation where it's like, no, we actually have to think about what we're saying and how it affects other people. And even though we have the right to say what we want, we have to consider the community and the world in which we live where people are going to be offended by certain things, not just the N-word, because that could be, they're bigger fish to fry. In my, in my life as a black person, I have bigger fish to fry than Peter Feliciano's desire to say the N-word in a conversation <laughs> on a podcast. Like, Because let's, let's be real. Not, Multiple times I have talked and joked on the show about fucking a dog. And yet yeah. <laughs> if people are offended, I have joked about fucking a dog against their fucking will. And yet me saying the N-word is where I hear the white pearl clutching all over the Bay Area. You're gonna get more you're gonna get more of a lashback from the dog fucking. Have you not seen <laughs> exactly. people give more exactly. shits about animals than they do about racial equality? There you go. Listen, PETA members, I cradled the balls, okay? I cradled the balls. <laughs> I fucking lovingly looked them in the eyes. He clutched the balls. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> All right, uh, Peter, let, this is really great. We got to do this again for sure. Like, yeah, yes, please. For sure. Get us on your pod. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I, I would love to have the two of you on. This would be Absolutely. great. So, shout out all your things, conservative podcast, your music. Shout out where people can find you, email you if they're steaming mad about your dog jokes or and <laughs> or if use. they want or if they want to fuck you when they're in new york there we go listen i will fly your ass out from wisconsin maybe not maybe, <laughs> not, maybe not maybe not florida maybe not florida maybe not florida because i don't want herpes <laughs> i love you floridians i love you anyway um yeah uh you can email i think the main thread the main thread for my stuff right now is uh youtube youtube.com Slash rule 62 Pete, you'll find all my music, you'll find all my uh, uh, podcasts. And also, I came out with an album about a year ago, and um, uh, it's a full band album, nine songs. I, I'm really proud of it. it, took me a long time to do it, it's highly produced, and uh, it was very expensive. Um, and uh, what else? I, I had, uh, yeah, just came out with uh, on my YouTube page and soon on my band camp, so therefore, Spotify I came out with two 
new songs. One of them called uh, Is More Mine Than Anyone Else's in the band. Uh, it's called um, We're All Gonna Die. Um, <laughs> if you know me, he's looking up. Yeah. It's, and it's, you just put this out, or was that in 2019 when you just had no, a, a premonition? I, those two songs I just came out with about a, a week and a half ago. Oh, okay. They're very new. Um, and uh, yeah, that's a fun one. And, and then I also put up on my YouTube uh, 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 me singing Little Mermaid, Part of Your World, as well as Pony by Genuine, uh, and an original called Stay. So I have it's all in one video. Um, and soon I'm going to be very having. Eclectic. I know I'm, I'm, gonna, I'm the best. Listen, I, uh, whether you want to cancel me or not, ladies and gentlemen, I'm way too valuable to this world. I'm fucking way. Oh my god! And he wonders why the bitches valuable. <laughs> and humble. only the 22 year old can see the confidence. Their minds haven't matured enough. They to see have your not. Yeah, they, they they still have the soft spot on their head. They can't. You know what I'm saying? They just can't process all the greatness. You gotta, you gotta dole it out. You know what I'm saying? You gotta dole it you out. Know like <laughs> like, you know what? You know? Uh, you better? Do you feel better? That made my asshole pucker. My God. Fuck, <laughs> <laughs> Um. Oh, shit. This is, I'm the best episode you've ever had. Um, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen, yeah, no, it's, um, uh, so that's out, and, um, Damn it, there was one lower thing. Oh, I'm going to have on my show coming up uh, two comedians, Aaron Berg and Gino Visconti. Fucking classic, huge comedians in New York. Um, really looking forward to it, as well as a bunch of other people. Don't worry, everybody. I've had episodes, as an example, if you want to look up an episode that has zero politics in it, look up uh, Daddy Ray. Daddy Ray Tilton, uh, AIDS survivor, um, put on a ton of stuff. Like, AIDS survivor from, like, 1982. And he talks about surviving AIDS in Kentucky, okay, goddammit, like, or Kansas, I'm sorry, in, like, the thick of the 80s. Um, and he also has done an incredible amount of service for the gay community. He's one of my favorite people in the world. Uh, so look at the Daddy Ray episode. It's also very filthy. It's either about politics or sex. I've, I've talked more about ass-eating on your show than at any point in my and just Fiona adult life. Apple, right? And Fiona <laughs> Apple. Don't you dare. Don't you dare. <laughs> I love Fiona Apple. I had her CD as a child. Absolutely. Really yeah. Absolutely. Listen, just for the sake of her music, you're going to get me started again. Her yeah, music this, don't get them started. <laughs> gives value to her. At the very least, I would make her squirt. At least I would make her squirt on the rag just for title, just for that album title, just for, the stat- just for that one. <laughs> I would fucking get red spurts on my wall. Dexter. It'll look like Dexter when I'm done. With it. <laughs> what a great way right. to end the show. That's a really good way to end it. All right, bro. We got to do this again soon. Thank you so yep. much. Appreciate yeah, you, Thank man. you guys so much. Have a wonderful day, everybody. Yeah. yeah. Ratchet and Woke Podcast. Follow us on Instagram. Like us on Facebook. Email us and Peter Feliciano. Ratchet and Woke Podcast at gmail.com. Thank you, sir. We'll talk soon. Thank you, guys. Peace. Take care. Peace. <laughs>